Hello, it's me, your Game Soup podcast host, Kat. With the first episode of this podcast, I set you up to believe that this was going to be a podcast that takes the tone of a well-thought-out analysis of gaming-related topics. I regret to inform you that you have been misled. This podcast will not take that tone. From this point on, this podcast will take on a myriad of topics and other discussions that every other podcast is too chicken shit to address. There will be filler episodes of raw, unedited audio for those out there who are fans of the classic rant style. There will be episodes special such as showdowns, where I put two gaming-related things against each other in various situations to find out who wins. There will be episodes of Are We Not Going to Talk About This, where I, and, or a guest, address things about a game that everyone seems to just gloss over or simply not want to discuss. There will also be, of course, regular episodes with lots of topics that pretty much borderline on shitposting with purpose. And I will regret nothing about that. To summarize, this podcast will henceforth be like nothing you've ever heard before. A gaming podcast that boldly goes where no other gaming podcast has gone before. I.e. probably up in flames. <laughs> but what do I have to lose? Answer? Nothing. So I'm doing it. I'm making the wildest dumpster fire of a gaming podcast my brain can come up with. And I'm going to love it. And I hope you will too. So with that in mind, please enjoy this filler episode of completely unedited, single-take audio content of my worst one-star Apex fan theories. I will catch you on the other side. So I fucked that up already. That's fine. Uh, hello and welcome to Game Soup, a gaming-related podcast about gaming-related things. Uh, this is a filler episode. Um, a filler episode that's produced because I feel guilty for not putting content out, so I decided to rectify that with some absolute fucking garbage of a podcast episode. Trust me. Uh, it'll be fine. You'll, you'll enjoy this regardless. Uh, of how big of a dumpster fire it becomes. And it rest assured, it will be a dumpster fire. But at some point in all of our lives, we have enjoyed a good dumpster fire. And this, my friends, will be a good dumpster fire. So today uh, I'm going to talk about Apex Legends. Uh, with the recent release of the new Voidwalker event and the spectacular lore video that was released with the event, it got me thinking about Apex fan theories and the art of theory crafting. So that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today, except for the complete exact fucking opposite. Let me, uh, let me, let me preface all this with a disclaimer. Um, I don't want anyone to talk to me about my theories. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I know all of these theories are pretty demonstrably absolutely fucking wrong because that's the point of this. I'm going to talk about my worst Apex fan theories. And I am doing this completely on the fly. I'm just going to bring out 
whatever my last two brain cells can come up with. Obviously, I have a few um, slightly prepared ahead of time, but for the most part, this is just going to be whatever I can think of. I have, like I said, two brain cells left, half of a white claw, and a whole lot of content drought guilt going on here. So, this has all the makings of a great dumpster fire. Okay, so I'm just going to launch uh, right into this. Just trebuchet myself into this nonsense. Okay, so let me first say that these theories are not particularly well crafted in like by any stretch of the imagination. These are essentially just thoughts I had at shots I had on the phone. Thoughts I had in the shower or of that degree. Okay. So here's here I'm gonna start off with one that's mostly fairly decent. So if you look at uh, Mirage, his uh, loading screen that you get is a fun little feature on Apex. Remember he's standing in the bar, there's him and his uh, decoy. One's got a bottle, the other one's holding a drink, and there's a girl leaning on the bar looking at him in confusion, and he's got this nice grin on his face. If you zoom in on his solar plexus, you can see that he has the letters T-R-N-B-L-E. It looks like white or silver lettering there. Now, it could be a U, could be a misspelling of trouble, uh, but I read it as T-R-N-B-L-E, and here's where the theory part comes in. Mirage's lore on the EA website says that he's the youngest of four brothers, and it also mentions his mom. So obviously he has, at some point, had two parents. Uh, as I, I'm operating under that assumption. Like I said, most of these theories- oh, actually, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> that was in no way part of the disclaimer, was that I don't have anything to back up these theories. I have nothing. Absolutely nothing to back these up. Nothing. So don't 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 expect anything. But uh, Mirage has those letters written, and so considering the fact that there are, well, hold on, six letters, if I'm remembering this correctly, which I might not be, and that's okay, that's fine. Six letters, which means two parents and four brothers, four children. What if Mirage is wearing? the initials of his family members on his clothing. What if that's what he's written there? And the only thing I have to back this up is that his first name's Elliot, and the last letter is an E, and he's the youngest of the family. So there you go. He is, uh, my theory is that he's wearing the initials of his family members in that loading screen. Zoom in, tell me I'm wrong. Actually, don't tell me I'm wrong. I don't want to know. So my second, my second, my second, <laughs> my second theory, my second Siri, let's just fucking go with that. I blame the White Claw for this. My second shitty Apex theory is, ooh, which one should I do? These are both, these are both like equally good levels of shitty. These two, I'm trying to decide which one to do first. Um... Everybody knows that the cutscene for the start of Apex starts in a bar where Blisk is ultimately trying to sell people on competing in the Apex games. My theory is that this isn't just any bar. 
anybody who's played Titanfall 1, <laughs> of course, you mentioned alcohol, Titanfall 1, you know exactly where I'm going with this if you've played Titanfall 1. If anybody's played Titanfall 1, you would um, notice that in one of the maps, I think, I don't remember which one it was, I can picture it in my head. Do I know what it's called? No. Do I really actually care? Also, no, I don't. But the point is, there was a little bit of a sort of Easter egg thing where if you were on a certain spot in the map, you could look up on the side of a building and you could see a logo for Barker's Brewing Co., which was Barker's moonshine operation. So considering all of the bottles in uh, all of the drinks, all of the bottles uh, that we see in any Apex bar setting are suspiciously unlabeled. Uh, it allows me to craft the theory that the bar this takes place in is none other and then Barker's post-war bar that he's opened up to serve his uh, Barker Brewing Company moonshine. No, I see absolutely no problems with this theory, and I will not be taking any questions at this time. Moving on to my next shitty Apex theory is uh, Pathfinder. Pathfinder has no idea who his creator is, right? Like, he doesn't have a fucking clue. That's why he's competing in the Apex games. It's like this weirdly desperate cry for attention that is also a death wish except i don't know if he can actually die because he's a robot i think that's cheating now that i think about it i think that pathfinder is actually cheating because like he's a robot somebody could just rebuild him they can just reprogram him i'm sure there's like hundreds of thousands of marvins just sitting around like fucking waiting uh waiting for somebody to come take their shelves put on, like, the, their dead husks of Marvins to put into, put a Pathfinder brain in. I mean, fucking Ash. I, we crushed her in the Titanfall 2 campaign. I've squished her. Flat. I mean, I, well, I execute. I, execution, it was brutal, and yet somehow Vincent Dynamics managed to put her back together. So there's no... Um, there's really nothing standing- wow, this, this started out as one theory and it's just sort of spiraled into another. Which is, it started out as, as something completely different, but now it's spiraled into Pathfinder is immortal. And it is therefore cheating by playing the Apex games because, like, theoretically, even if he loses, he can just keep coming back and winning. Whereas, like, if everyone else loses, like, they die, die. Like, they're dead. Whereas Pathfinder, it's just like, somebody can come fix him and he can try it again. Which kind of, which brings me to another thing. Everybody knows Blisk Lut. Like if you if you if you know anything about Blisk, you know that he loves making money. Okay, follow my drift on this one. Follow my drift. So Pathfinder is immortal. Okay? Remember that phrase. Pathfinder is essentially immortal. He can theoretically, like, compete ad infinitum in the Apex. I don't even know if that's the right word to use. I don't fucking care. Ad infinitum in the Apex games over and over again. And considering his hitbox is super tiny, he has a very good chance of winning. Probably the best chance, like if we look at all the legends, he probably has the best chance of winning the Apex games out of anybody. Blisk loves, Blisk loves money. The winner gets money, like if they win. 
Pathfinder's not in the Apex games for money. He's in it for attention. What if Blisk and Pathfinder have this arrangement where Blisk is like, oh yeah, sure, I'll try and find your creator. You just compete in the games for me. Like, what if what if Pathfinder's whole thing about I want to find my creator, or I hope my creator is watching, is like a ruse because he's actually working for Blisk. Who's like, Blisk is like, yeah, I don't actually want to lose out on those prize money, so I need you to go in there and win. I'll find your creator. Like, I'll get to work on that. Like, in exchange for, like, you competing and winning and, like, giving me my money back so nobody else fucking gets it, I will find you your creator. Because that's exactly the sort of weirdly slimy deal that Blisk might make with somebody. Like, and it's exactly the kind of chaotic thing Blisk would do. And, like, Pathfinder doesn't know any better. He's a sweet, innocent baby boy who just wants to know about his past and who created him and why and what his purpose in life is. Whereas Bliska's like, I see this. This is a business opportunity. This is an opportunity to make myself some serious fucking credits. I'm gonna rig the system. Like, you can't you can't know anything about Blisk and like not like not admit that's a possibility. So there. There's my there's my spur of the moment Pathfinder theory. Is that he's immortal. And he's working with Blisk. Because Blisk wants to keep his money and Pathfinder has the best you know, shot of winning. Because that fucking hitbox. Uh, but, I know, okay, moving on to my actual, the, the original shitty theory that I was going to spin about uh, Pathfinder. Is that what if Pathfinder... How do I phrase this without sounding like a fucking idiot? Okay, I think I am. Okay, alright. I had to take a drink of that white cloth. What if Pathfinder... Uh, what if Pathfinder's creator... Was like... How do I forget? What's his name? What's that guy's name? Hammond. Like, the original Hammond. Like, it says, it says Pathfinder woke up in an abandoned laboratory. An abandoned, like, lab or base or whatever, like, decades ago. Like, we don't really know how long decades ago is. Right? Like, this could have been, like, decades and decades ago. So what if, like, you know how Wraith was the product of experiments and stuff, right? Like, we know that for sure. What if Pathfinder was also the product of exper like of experiments and stuff? But it was Hammond trying to be, like, can I put somebody's subconsciousness into, like, a fucking Marvin and make, like, a robot? Can I make robot people? Like, can I put consciousness, like actual consciousness? Not just like an AI, but like actual fucking consciousness into a robotic body. Because Pathfinder is immortal. It, was, it all comes back to Pathfinder being immortal, essentially. Because Ash is basically immortal. Like, as, as far as we know, Ash is still kicking. Just, like, I mean, even cars from, like, 12, 50 years ago will run if you give them good enough parts. Like, you can just keep fucking... They don't, they don't shut, like, mechanical stuff doesn't shut down forever like, you know, human body parts do. Like, shit, I got machinery that I operate that's from 1972. It's not even a car. I don't think the parts have ever been replaced. But it's still fucking going. It's still going. And that's because machinery is immortal, as long as you take care of it right. 
So that's my other Pathfinder theory. Is that he doesn't actually really have a creator, like a person who made him and wanted to love him and make him special. He was just part of like some sad, sick, and twisted experiment by Hammond. And like, everybody wants to keep that secret from him because they'll know it'll break his poor little robotic heart. Just got really dark really fast. Okay, anyway, I'm going to move on to, uh, let's move on to something a little more lighthearted. Uh, but also equally fucking stupid as the last couple of ones. Actually, I think this one might be stupider than the rest of them. So. Respawn on EA's, on that EA site for Apex has a, uh, has like some art of Caustic on there where he's like looking down at a clipboard and he's got like a wild look in his eyes and... He has eyebrows, very um, aggressive, full eyebrows. But there's something about these eyebrows that would take a very trained, skilled eye to notice. And that little detail would be that Caustic's eyebrows in that picture are the exact same as Blisk's eyebrows. Caustic and Blisk have the same eyebrows. Now, some people may argue that's just an artistic thing. The artist just likes to draw eyebrows that way. But is it? Respawn loves to hide things in plain sight. Is it really just as simple as like artistic preference? Or is it something more? Especially when we get to Apex menu screen, the character select, and we see that Caustic has no eyebrows. And you could just easily say, oh, well, obviously they you know burnt off in the lab accident. Did they really? Because he still has a hairline. Because he still has facial hair, he's still got a beard, he's still got sideburns, he still has a scalp, like, a, like he's, he still has a hairline that has, like, definition. His shirt's, like, it looks like it's receding in some spots a little bit, but, I mean, he's still, it's just his eyebrows that are gone. Which, obviously, like, after people have been in, like, lab explode, like, in explosions and stuff and whatever, like, their eyebrows and eyelashes, like, by and large, grow back. Okay? I know at least, like, four people who have accidentally burnt their eyebrows off in, like, a bonfire or, like, on an oven. Don't- don't ask. These people are not the brightest bulbs in, in the shed. Or what have you. But, the fact that Caustic did have eyebrows. Well, it looks like he's surrounded in gas and, like, observing. So it's presumably during the whole lab accident where he was, like, watching people die or something. Or, you know, whatever. But now he doesn't have any eyebrows, which is suspicious. And you want to know why it's suspicious? Because if he doesn't- if he's capable of growing all other kinds of facial hair, but just doesn't have any eyebrows, that means he's made an aesthetic choice to shave off his eyebrows. That means the lack of eyebrows is an aesthetic preference that he, like, actively seeks. Caustic doesn't want his eyebrows. But why doesn't Caustic want his eyebrows? Well, this is where the shitty fan- well, actually, the, you know, the shitty fan theory part came way ahead of this, but now we're getting to the meat and bones of this shitty theory, which is Caustic doesn't want his eyebrows because they look exactly like Blisk's did before Blisk's turned, you know, silver fox gray. That's it. He shaves his eyebrows off because they're the same as Blisk's. And you might be wondering, but, but why? Cat, why? Why would he shave his eyebrows off? Why does it matter that he has the same eyebrows as Blisk? Well, he wears a mask. So naturally, people are going to assume he's trying to hide his identity. If all they can see 
is that he wears a mask to try to like hide his identity and hide his face and hide what he looks like. And then they see that he has the same eyebrows as, as Blisk. They're going to naturally assume that he is trying to hide the fact that he's Blisk's younger brother. No, that came out of left field, didn't it? You didn't fucking expect that one. So the reason he shaved his eyebrows off and keeps them shaved off is because he's absolutely fucking tired of people trying to be like, Oh, are you related to Blisk? Are you related to Blisk? Because Blisk drives him nuts. Blisk is all about, like, results and, like, you know, financially driven. Like, Blisk Blisk wants, like, the end game. And whereas Caustic... Mr. Knox over here is all about the process and all about Bliss doesn't give a shit about watching. He could go take a nap and then come back and if it's, everything is over and done, he's fine. He thinks it's great. Whereas that's like the exact opposite of how Caustic is as a person. Like Caustic hates that shit. He wants to watch the whole. He wants to watch every nitty gritty gory detail. And being compared to Blisk, the guy who doesn't give a shit about any process whatsoever, as long as it works. Like, that has to drive him up the fucking wall. I bet Caustic, like, is so, like, irritated over the way Blisk runs things that he's only in the Apex game so he can learn Blisk's weaknesses and eventually, like, poison his soup one day. Like, pretty positive. That's, there's another crazy thing I think. See, I just spin these all day. You just get me started on one and I can just go off on another. It is so easy to make shitty theories. And they're like, they're like, you know, legit theories are great because you can discuss it. But shitty theories, you can just get going and never stop. And people are sitting there going, what the fuck are you talking about? How did you arrive at this con- like, at this fucking concept, this idea? Where did this come from? The answer is, I don't fucking know. I don't know. It just, it just happens, like, right there in, like, this back part of my brain that's like, yeah, this sounds good. Let's go there. Like, it's like, it's, it's like, it's. Hitting, like, a randomized button on, like, a word generator, and it's like, ah, yes, Caustic, uh, uh, eyebrows, brother, uh, Blisk hates him. Like, fucking, uh, results versus, uh, process, yes, fucking try it. He's in the Apex games to try to kill him one day. He's trying to, he's planning Blisk's murder because he thinks he's fucking stupid. Um, that's my favorite theory about Caustic thus far that I've come up with. Personally, I like that one, that he's only playing, that he's so angry with like Blisk and that he's been associated with Blisk for so long because of the eyebrows that he just shaved his eyebrows off joined the Apex games because he wants to fucking murder Blisk so bad just yeet him off the cliff at airbase just wants him gone you know, study the process as Blisk hurtles through the air off the cliff so then uh, this is not so much of a lore theory as it is like a game theory I think I've mentioned this in like a Discord server before, but now that we have Crypto's drone coming in, if you know who Crypto is, uh, just fucking Google it. I'm not here to hold your hand. We have Crypto's drone coming out. We've got uh, uh, Lifeline's little healing drone. Uh, we just need a couple more drones, and then you know what we can have? We can have a drone battle royale with Pathfinder as the announcer. I think I, that's my theory is that they're trying to introduce all these drones and shit. So they're gonna, they can have a drone battle royale with Pathfinder as the announcer. Do I, is that completely unsubstantiated? Oh, fuck yeah, that's unsubstantiated. Where's the fun in substantiating your wildest theories? There is no fun. The fun is in letting your brain just come up with whatever wild shit happens to pop in it. Substantiating? Can't be bothered. I can't. 
So another, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and throw out two or three more theories here, some like mini theories, before I wrap this up and save you from the fucking hell that this has been listening to. Like, congrats for making it this far. I'm truly shocked. Uh, not a little bit flattered because I just feel bad that I forced you to listen to this. Maybe not forced. I mean, you chose this, but like, still, I could have provided. I could have helped you out a little here. Uh, but many, many theories. One of my many theories is that uh, Octane's legs are detachable because when he contacted Lifeline, I was like, AJ, I, need, I fucking blew my legs off. I'm trying to go really fast. I wanted to go fast and I went too fast and I blew my legs off. I need you to fix them, please. She was like, okay, but you're such a dillweed. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna like prepare, like just in case you do this again, because like you're that type, like you're that type of person. You would probably do it again. So I'm just gonna make them like pop, snap, twist legs that you can have. Those are the kind of legs you get. They start at your thigh, knee-ish area, and they're easy to like, and it's like putting, it's like connecting like building sets like those toy building sets for five-year-olds except they're your legs because you're like a five-year-old who lost like his legs though instead of like his fucking duplos or something so that's why that's why uh octane has those like easily detachable and retachable legs because lifeline was like i'm not making this permanent because i'm pretty sure you're gonna fucking do this shit again you're getting like i have a whole fucking you like warehouse storage unit full of these legs they're easy to remove and to, you know, to put back on. Just go wild. I don't want- I'm not gonna ever worry about you and your legs again. Like, just fucking- here's the key to the storage unit. Just go get them as you need them. Do whatever the fuck you want. Call me if you need arms or something. So that's my theory with that. There's that theory. I actually really like that theory. That's- that was entirely possible. So another mini theory I have is that, uh, Mirage didn't actually, like, the excuse that he gave for not joining the Apex Games right away, which was, I don't want to leave my mother. I'm her last chat left. I'm going to say that, like, for my theory, my theory is that that excuse was absolute fucking bullshit. I'm, my, that's my theory, is that that excuse was bullshit, and he, like, threw it out there because he was, like, in the middle of working, uh, wanted to talk to his mom about it and be like, do you think this is a good idea? Like, wanted to just, wanted to get a second opinion and, like, Bliss put him on the spot. Like, hey, here's a form. You should fucking sign up for this. And Mirage was like, fuck. How do I get out of this? Like, I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to do this spontaneously. Like, this seems like a really big life decision. Like, how do I get out of this? Like, what do I say? And he's just like, uh, 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 I can't leave, leave my, my mother. I, I'm the only one left. I'm, I'm, I'm all she has. My poor mother. I'm all she has. I can't do it. Can't. Can't fucking. Nope. Can't do it. Can't leave my mom. Sorry. I can't do it. Like, I just have no idea what else to fucking say that would, like, get Blisk off of that. He's like, I need time to think about it. Blisk would be like, oh, don't think about it. Just do it. You know you're capable. Or, like, what the fuck ever. But Mirage wanted to be like, no, I'm, I really need to just talk this out and think about this. So he just threw out, like, the most heart-tugging, like, fucking, you look like an asshole if you question this kind of answer-excuse thing he could think of. Uh, I also think it's super funny that he was a bartender, and he's, like, the one with the most amount of confidence issues. 
and then it's like it's like it's so meta that he uses the hollow technology he's like tricking people into thinking that there's another one of him it's like he's tricking people he's trying to trick people into thinking he's very confident when he's really not it's kind of there's like layers there it's like a Shre this is like a shrek movie all these fucking layers there something something called irony i don't know uh anyway and now for my last Leastest, latest, and greatest theory. Well, I'll actually have another mini one first. Um, Bangalore's brother, Jackson, was killed. Theoretically. We don't think... He's he's not dead. We know he's not dead. Come on. Unconfirmed death? Definitely alive. That's how Respawn operates. Somebody, Unless you see somebody's corpse, like, right there in front of you, stuck on a ceiling, like with Anderson, they're not fucking dead. Like... Unless you see their corpse- like, if there's- if there's no, like, corpse you can just look at and, like, touch and stuff, they're not dead. They're not dead. That's not how Respawn works, guys. So, Jackson was killed by- Bangalore shouted something out, like, a T something something something. The important part of this theory is the T part. What is- like, what starts with a T? Huh? Huh? Yeah! Titan. And this is in the Titanfall universe. I think that her brother got kidnapped by a Titan. It just fucking ham-fisted him, like, right out of the dropship. Or some shit like that. Whatever. Like, it just, like, he got taken, he got kidnapped by a Titan, and now he's working with Spyglass with the Remnant fleet as, like, a prisoner. That got, that actually got, there, that was an addendum that got much wilder than I anticipated. I think it's a lot wilder than I thought it was gonna. Um. So yeah. Uh. Big Bangalore's brother got kidnapped by Spyglass. I guess. I guess that's the takeaway there. Sure. Let's go with that as the takeaway. That's the takeaway there. Another theory, and this one's a little bit more relevant. It's Wraith. Um, sometimes when you're, like, phasing as Wraith, you'll see, like, human figures and stuff. If you look really close at, like, the environment and shit, you'll see, like, different human figures, like, in the distance or, like, close to you, whatever. And I used to think that those were, like, enemies or whatever, but, like, now I'm not so sure. Like, what if those are, like, little things that are telling you, hey, you should go here because this is cover, or hey, go do this. Like, maybe, what if you tried following the figures? See where they lead. Just try to, I don't know, try to hug one. Just, like, try to get right on top of it. So, like, when you come out of phase, you're right where it was standing. Just see what's up. You know, I feel like they mean something, but everybody just assumes there's something different, and nobody's really questioned it. Because I've never seen anybody address it. Like, to the point where I wonder if I'm imagining these, like, these figures that look like they're running when you're phasing. Like, but to me, they frighten me because I see them and I'm like, fuck, there's an enemy right there. Then I come out of phase and there's nobody in here. So what are these, are they just aesthetic? What do they mean? Anyway, my theory is those figures, if you follow them, they're trying to lead you to safety. You know, make the right choice. Kind of thing. So there's, there's that theory. That's what I think is going on. Um... I really do love that, like, there's the whole cross-timeline thing. Because, to me, that says that Wraith is just kind of competing in the Apex games, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, this is just her pastime. She's like, okay, well, uh... Ghost Wraith was in the Apex games and wanted me to compete. Ghost Wraith knows what's up. 
So maybe if I just compete in the Apex game, somebody will come along and fuck tell me what's going on with me. Like, tell me who I am. Tell me what's going on. Hmm. Here's a Bloodhound one. Um, people like to say that Bloodhound is probably part of, like, I don't know, the accent that they have is, like, something, like, from where whatever planet they're from. I think Bloodhound is, like, so full of, like, mystery and, like, just really trying to, like, be like, I, you don't know who I am. You know nothing about me. I'm trying to be as anonymous as possible. Like, I could be, like, four fucking monkeys stuffed into a plague doctor costume and you would have no idea so i think that bloodhound's accent isn't actually what their voice sounds like like i think blood like i'm sure that that's what their voice sort of sounds like but i'm pretty sure like that their aggressive nordic accent like old nordic accent like the kind like the viking accent not just like icelandic it's a viking accent like they like they want a dead language kind of accent i'm pretty sure like they just wanted a shtick and that's what they went with. It was like Old Norse. The Bloodhound actually has no fucking reason to use that accent except for like a sense of the dramatic flair. I kind of like that theory myself personally. Um, so for my final theory before I like release you from this prison, this hell, this purgatory you've been stuck in for like far too long now. My last fan theory for uh, Apex. My last shitty like... I don't I can't even not even begin to express how much this was just supposed to be like a shit post of a podcast episode. Like today I like I sh I was sharing the like the one star Yelp review of Apex fan theories. Like the 0 out of 10 would not recommend to a friend kind of theories. Like that's what I've been sharing here today. None of this is actually like something I like, would actually talk about in any civilized sphere. Especially not while sober to any degree. So bearing that in mind, bearing that in mind, here's my last theory that is like completely un 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 um, la -da -da -da. unsubstantiated. So in Lifeline's lore, we find that she has a letter from a friend, right? It says like, you found me on that cliffside, you talked to me, you connected with me, you bonded me, you saved my life that day, Lifeline. I will be forever grateful. Nobody wanted, like, nobody, the war was over. No one had any use for an old, you know, mercenary like myself. No one, like, I was purposeless. I had nothing. I think it's Gates. I think it's fucking Gates of the six fucking four. That's who I, that's who I think wrote that letter. I think it's Gates. Because nobody has any use for an old mercenary anymore. Where the hell is Gates? Nowhere. After the war is over, what do you need the 6-4 for? 6-4-4? Nothing. I think it's Gates. It seems just about heartfelt enough that Gates wrote it. It's not awkward enough to be like... It's, like, it's not awkward or salty enough to be like Davis or Draws. Maybe Bear, perhaps? Probably not, though. But uh, that's my theory. Is that Gates wrote Lifeline that letter. Got trapped on the outland somehow, doing something, you know, and that's who, then Lifeline wrote Gates, I mean, Gates wrote Lifeline that letter. That's my theory. It's fucking Gates. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I, again, I fucking apologize. This was probably the shittiest thing you've ever heard in your life. Um...
maybe maybe you could share some shitty fan theories of your own with me. I'd like to hear yours. Um, I'm always down for fan theories that talk about eyebrows. Like, you have no idea. Always down for that shit. But, uh, yeah, this has been Game Soup. Uh, my name is Cat. Please rate or follow or what have you on uh, anywhere, any podcast app. Like, uh, I don't think it's on Stitcher yet. Just check on that. But Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, I don't know, whatever. Just fucking go look for Game Soup. Maybe review or some shit. I don't, I don't fucking care. Do whatever you want. I'm not your mom. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Uh, just go have a good day, alright? Like, just go have fun. And do something cool. Like, hydrate. Just do things, okay? Like, now that you, like, try to get away from the memories of this podcast episode and go do something. Do, like, just leave me here alone to with with this podcast audio like just just pretend this never happened if you wish but uh what i really really would like for you to do is just have a good day you know just to fucking have fun um i'm actually just stalling for time because i'm trying to find a fucking outro song here here it is anyway uh bye <laughs>